The Waka Who Couldn't Stop Screaming, A Christmas Story by Lemony Snicket. Read by Bruce Beckwith and Andresa Minetti. This story ends in someone's mouth, but it begins in a tiny village more or less covered in snow. The snow had fallen during the long night, during which children had pressed their faces to the windows, looking for a glimpse of a man who they suspected of bringing them wonderful gifts. But instead, they heard a terrible noise coming from a certain cottage in the neighboring arrondissement, a word which here means place where something was being born. This cottage was already regarded with some suspicion, as it was the only place not decorated with flashing colored lights at this time of year. The thing that was being born was a latka, a word which here means potato pancake. Latkes are a traditional part of the celebration of Hanukkah, a holiday commemorating a miraculous Jewish military victory. Nearly everything in this world is born screaming, and the latke was no exception. But even though the latke wasn't conceived and born the way you and I are conceived and born, but instead was fashioned from grated potatoes, chopped onion, beaten egg, and a dash or two of salt. Once these ingredients were properly mixed, the latke was slapped in a pan full of olive oil heated to a very high temperature. This is when it began to scream. Ah! The latke was suffering so much, it leapt out of the hot pan out the window of the cottage and began to run screaming down the boulevard. Ah! This may seem like unusual behavior for a potato pancake, but this is a Christmas story in which things tend to happen that would never occur in real life. The locker ran past a row of flashing colored lights, which hung from the rain gutters of less suspicious cottages. What's all the ruckus? said the lights in unison. We're the ones who are supposed to be dominating the neighborhood with our cheerful glow. I was just thrown in a pan of boiling oil, the Laka cried in reply. Can you believe it? Yes, said the flashing lights, but we can't imagine why. Because I am Laka, said the Laka. The olive oil reminds us of the oil used to rededicate the temple following the defeat of Antiochus at the hands of the Maccabees. The oil was only supposed to last for one night, but there was a miracle, and it lasted for eight. Plus, frying makes my skin crispy and brown. So you're basically a hash brown, said the flashing colored lights. Maybe you can be served alongside a Christmas ham. I'm not hash browns, cried the latka. I'm something completely different. Ah! The latka rounded the corner and found itself face to face with a candy cane, which wrinkled its red and white nose to latka in distaste. I'm trying to sprinkle the night air with my peppermint scent, the candy cane said. Your mouth-watering smell, not to mention all that yelping, is spoiling the effect. My mouth-watering smell is part of the cozy feeling of Hanukkah, the Laka replied. It reminds us that things are better now than they were in 175 BC, when my people were not allowed to practice their religion. 
In order to study the Talmud, they had to hide out in caves, and when they heard Greek soldiers approach, they pretended they were gambling with a small spinning top called a dreidel. Sort of like Mary and Joseph hiding out in the manger, said the candy cane. Someone should write a Christmas carol about you. I'm not a part of Christmas, cried the waka. It's totally different. Ah! The screams of the latka grew quieter and quieter as the pancake ran out of the village into the surrounding forest. Its utter fury was unabated, a phrase which here means the latka was still very annoyed at the objects to whom it had spoken. But it was quite tired, so it decided to rest for a few minutes beneath the branches of a little pine tree. The pine tree was napping, but woke up to the sound of an object plopping down at its feet. Are you a present? The pine tree asked. Presents are pretty much the only thing allowed to sit beneath me during this time of year. The Laka sighed. Presents aren't really a big part of Hanukkah, it said in a voice hoarse from screaming. There's nothing wrong with giving gifts to loved ones, of course, but it's more important to light the candles for eight consecutive nights to commemorate the miracle in the temple and the miracle of victory, even when you are thoroughly outnumbered. So you shouldn't give up hope. Plus, Santa Claus, said the pine tree. The Laka was too exhausted to scream. Santa Claus has nothing to do with it, the Laka said. Christmas and Hanukkah are completely different things. But different things can often blend together, said the pine tree. Let me tell you a funny story about pagan rituals. But before the pine tree could begin its story, a family came trooping through the snow, searching the forest carefully. We shouldn't have waited until the last minute to get ready for the holiday, said the father in the family, who was holding an axe. We'll never find a good one. You shouldn't give up hope, said the mother, and pointed at the pine tree. Look! It's perfect, said the daughter. Beautiful, agreed the son. Such a marvelous shape, said the mother. And its skin looks so crispy, said the father, and reached down and scooped up the laka from the snow. We'll need to reheat it, of course, but this will be perfect for Hanukkah dinner, with a topping of applesauce, sour cream, or even jam. I'll refry it in oil, said the mother, to remind us of the rededication of the temple and the triumph of the Maccabees over Antiochus, added the daughter. After hiding in the caves all that time, the sun chimed in. The father smiled down at Balatka in his mitten and stared curiously at his other hand. What was I thinking bringing the sacks, he said to himself. The family strolled back to the village, walking past all the cottages with flashing colored lights, and smiling politely at the candy canes until they reached their own home. The family carried the latka into their own home, which was warm and cozy, and sat down at the table, which was lit with flickering candles of a menorah, or a Hanukkah, which is a branched candelabra designed specifically for the holiday. It is very frustrating not to be understood in this world. If you say one thing and keep being told that you mean something else, it can make you want to scream. But somewhere in the world, there is a place for all of us. 
whether you are an electric form of decoration, peppermint scented sweet, a source of timber, or a potato pancake. On a cold, snowy night, everyone and everything should be welcome somewhere, and the locker was welcome into a home full of people who understood what a locker is and how it fits into this particular holiday. And then they ate it. Ah, uh, the end. <laughs>